Good morning, Packers fans. Welcome to your Packers Daily Chat here live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It's Wednesday, the day after everything happened. We got Aaron Rodgers back. Devontae's been franchise tagged. Things are moving. Dominoes are falling. The Packers can now begin the process of getting under the salary cap in earnest uh, come March 16th, obviously. Going to be interesting to see with the pushback from Rodgers on Twitter yesterday regarding the actual deal itself and what it might entail monetarily, cap-wise, etc. I tend to think he's being a little, playing his semantic games that he enjoys. Um, Little reason to doubt Ian and others when it comes to the structure of the deal. I did like Rogers saying that he hadn't signed anything yet. He's pushing back on the idea that he hadn't signed a deal. Well, as far as I can tell, literally no one said he had signed it. A lot of people had mentioned and reported that he had agreed to terms in this camp, had agreed to terms with the Packers. Oh, it's something to quibble with. But the fact remains, Aaron will be back under center in 2022. Devontae Adams will most likely be getting a long-term contract extension, although that remains to be seen here in the next week or so. Um, and then all eyes probably turn to Devondre Campbell. He's the next big piece in my eyes. I know Jair Alexander, they're talking extension there, but he's going to be on the team regardless next season. We know that. Devondre Campbell, however, that is in limbo, and he is such a crucial part of what this defense was able to accomplish in 2021. you got to think the Packers will make him a priority, and he's probably next on the uh, punch list, so to speak. Nothing imminent, Now I haven't heard of any reporting, and anything behind the scenes. i got nothing on it, but that is where I think the eyes will wander now for Brian and Russ, because given how important he was in the middle of that defense, you have to think he's the next... Uh, next man up, so to speak, when it comes to contract talks. Good morning, everybody in the comments section. Hope everyone's doing well. Dale, good morning from New York, where we have a very London-like uh, weather going on here this morning. Lots of rain, uh, which is supposed to apparently turn to snow this afternoon. Wasn't it just 70 degrees two days ago? Man, it's that time of year. David, thanks for the super chat. Drafting your replacement and promptly winning two straight MVPs, and now this contract, whatever it entails, is one of the most boss moves ever by 12. No question about it. He's driving this thing. No doubt about it. And hey, if that's what it takes or what it took to get him to kind of refocus you know, the coupling of drafting his replacement and Matt LaFleur arriving on the scene, kind of honing his game in a new system, certainly has worked. There's no doubt about it. Uh, what's going on here on Culture Barbarian? What's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. For obvious reasons, this morning's jams are going to buy me a dog by the Monkees, Atomic Dog by George Clinton, and the Puppy Song by Harry Nielsen. That's adorable. Yes, the girls are very excited with the news that Aaron Rodgers is returning, mostly because that means they get a dog. I'm a man of my word. I did say last year that if Rodgers was the starting quarterback in 2022, I would buy them a dog. That has now come to pass. So yesterday, they gleefully FaceTimed me to inform me that they are constructing a Google Doc complete with links to all the dogs that they're looking at and hope to uh, peruse with me when they come over this weekend. So, dog is on the way. Kevin, thanks for the super chat. Your story is a common theme in households where dad repeatedly says they're not getting a dog only to cave in anyways. Puppy's fun. I mean, I did say for years that I wasn't getting all of a dog, and that's why got traction, especially here within the Cheesehead TV community. But I did say last year, because I was pretty confident that the Packers were set to move on from Aaron Rodgers, that he wouldn't be back. And if he was, I'd buy the dog. Like I said, I'm a man of my word. So 
dog it is. Uh, Matt, thanks for the super chat. MVS likely done with Green Bay? I think he'd love to come back, but I don't know if they're going to have the money. It, it really depends on if he's willing to take a extremely friendly, team-friendly deal. Uh, maybe something like uh, Randall Cobb signed after his rookie deal was a shorter deal, something that did pay him, but probably not as much as he would have received on the open market. The thing, the key was on that deal, they kept it very short. If I remember right, I think it was three, three years. Um, maybe they pitch MVS something on that like that with, look, stick around, maybe a little bit below market, but you can play with Aaron Rodgers and keep pumping up your numbers and then can hit the market again, potentially hit the market again while still in your prime. I, if he's willing to do that, that's the one way I could see possibly the Packers making it work. If, but I've said it before here. If I'm MVS, if I'm his agent, I absolutely tell him, you want to hit the market. We want to see what's out there because he will make bank. So I would tend to think, yeah, he's probably played his last down in Green Bay. But here's hoping. I We all know the effect he has on this offense. You don't have to look much further than his absence in that playoff game. Something that I think a lot of people kind of maybe don't you know, think about, remember, what have you. But it was significant. His loss was... Uh, felt deeply throughout that game. So we will uh, we will see if they're able to retain him. Chris, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, do you think Bobby Wagner could be on our radar? Didn't watch much of his game last year. Is he worth what he would ask for? Well, I have no idea what he's going to ask for. It's kind of crazy, everything going on in Seattle, right? Um, I mean, they lost basically the pillars of their franchise within eight hours. It's kind of nuts. Um, I tend to think he's on, he's clearly on the downside of his career. It's not a type of move I would expect the Packers to make. Um, you never really know, obviously, maybe he's willing to come chase a ring in green Bay. They get some kind of really cheap veteran deal, but I still think he has enough in the tank where he'll get paid on the open market and it'll be way, way outside green Bay's price range. That's my guess anyway. Um, but like I said, you never know with you know, the idea of coming to play with Rogers, chase a ring, etc. maybe. And I love the idea of him and Campbell. Uh, along the inside. I mean, you probably relegate Chris Barnes a bit then, though. And I like Barnes. So, um, like I said, I think he's got, you know, some left, some stuff left in the tank, but not nearly uh, what, not nearly as much to justify what he'll probably get paid on the open market. I just don't see the Packers going that route. Alex, thanks for the super chat. In my opinion, if Rodgers is back for more than two years, then Love should be traded to try and improve other positions as defensive tackle, offensive linebacker, wide receiver, inside linebacker. Anything is better in this case. I'm going to have to disagree with you. And I know, I understand that thinking. Um, you don't just trade him just to trade him. You don't just trade him to get a draft pick to try and bolster one of those positions, which is a complete crapshoot anyway in the draft. Um, you trade him if there is an offer that is way, kind of blows you out of the water. If there's somebody that loves the idea of bringing in Jordan Love, I don't know who the hell that would be, but he's probably the best quarterback on offer uh, if you're looking at the draft. Um, so maybe a team goes that route. But Aaron Rodgers is going to be, thir what, 39? And entering, yes, the last two, three, four years of his you know, career in Green Bay. You know, it's not Madden. We're not turning injuries off here. I'd much rather have a guy as their backup who you drafted and developed and has only played in this scheme and knows it and is able to come in at a moment's notice 
and is still young, still developing, talented, has a high ceiling. That's all really valuable. And I understand want to to move him and bolster other positions. Totally get that. But some random like third round pick is not going to get it done. Not in my eyes. Now, if someone calls and offers some kind of serious set of picks or a premium pick, maybe a second round pick high up on the second round, then you think about it. But to me, you're not just trading him to trade him. That's foolish. He's valuable where he is right now. Andrew, thanks for the super chat. Some dog dad advice. Get an older dog that can be at home by itself because of your schedule. Also, older dogs are adopted less. We got our dog when she was five, and it was a good choice. Good luck. Andrew, it's so funny you mentioned that because this is exactly the conversation I had with my daughters yesterday. Uh, they're all dead set on getting a puppy, and I said, fuck, no. So, uh, yes, I, I very much agree with your sentiment here, Andrew, and those uh, those those ideas have been relayed to uh, the young Naglers. Larry, thanks for the super chat. GBP Rogers looking for R-E-S-U-L-T-S, one or two Super Bowls. Then I'll R-E-L-A-X, another Green Bay Packer rug pull 2022. Larry's got a lot going on there. Man, you got the bang for the buck right there with that super chat. Um, Yeah, I mean, I said it yesterday. I'll say it again today. The Packers obviously are all in. They, they've, they're going to ride or die with Aaron Rodgers. They've moved heaven and earth to make it happen. If they don't win a Super Bowl in the next three years, it's a failure. It's an ultimate failure from Murphy, Gutekunst, Lafleur, and Ball. Point blank. You can't make it any clearer than that. <laughs> Sandy. Olive will forever be a number 12 fan. Yeah. Talk about making a fan for life. Who's calling me? Why are people calling me? Don't they know I'm online? Hello. John, thanks for the super chat. It's now puppy training fund. Congrats, thanks. Thanks, John. Oh, man. Jano, thanks for the super chat. I wish the reporters would give Bankert a chance. He knows the system is working hard. If we trade love, he is still solid. I love Kurt. No doubt about it. No question. Uh, but he's limit, limited athletically. You can't deny that. There's a reason he's bounced around from team to team. He's absolutely found a home in Green Bay, and he is working his ass off. But Jordan Love is 10 times more athletically gifted. And that's not a slight on Kurt. There's a reason Jordan Love was drafted in the first round. The upside is immense. And I'm all for keeping Kurt around, even, hell, giving him a chance to compete for the backup spot. I'm down with that. But you don't just trade away Jordan Love because you have Kurt Benkert. Again, I love Kurt. But that is a foolish reason to trade away a former first-round pick. What else we got? Marshall, thanks for the super chat. With Aaron back in the fold and after taking care of the in-house priorities, what do you think about a Jared Cook reunion? He is a free agent and a Rogers favorite, Olive Puppy Fund. I love Jared. Love what he did for Green Bay. We're never going to forget that catch in Dallas, but I would be surprised. I think there was a little bit of bad blood between uh, the Packers front office and Jared's camp after the way he was allowed to walk um, back in the day. Um, now, obviously, that was under Ted. Things could be a bit different under Brian, clearly. But I'd be surprised if that was a move they made. Uh, another aging tight end in free agency. Man, they've gone that route. Let's let's just bring back Tunyon. That, that's, that's where I'm at. Jocelyn, thanks for the super chat. feel like I'm stuck in a toxic relationship. I had moved on from two months ago. Also, no longer judging Madden players who turn off the cap because it clearly isn't real. <laughs> oh, Jocelyn. Come back in five years and tell me if the cap isn't real. 
That's all I got to say about that. But I hear you about the relationship, man. There's no question. Heard the Bears want MVS. Well, you know, they should, Sandy. The Bears should want MVS. He'd be dynamite. Knows the system that Getsy's going to be installing. Got a young, exciting quarterback. Going to need someone to hit deep. And they got money. Wouldn't be surprising. Carl, thanks for the super chat. Can we retire last dance now? We could be saying it for four years in a row. How about last dance? Maybe this year, maybe next. Who knows? Yeah, I think the last dance is coming gone. Clearly not the last dance. But it was fun while it lasted. We had a lot of fun with the memes and stuff. Too old for this. Thanks for the super chat. Any chance Rodgers is waiting on a final contract until all or most of his guys are re-signed? Team friendly is really up in the air. No, I don't think that's it at all. I mean, <clears throat> they've got to get contracts done. They've got to get Rodgers done to make those guys, to be able to get those guys back in. And as Ian reported yesterday on NFL Network, the first two years of this deal are very, you know, his cap hit is supposed to be minimized and outside of even the top 10 of quarterbacks when it comes to cap hits for the express reason of being able to maneuver and re-sign the guys they want to re-sign, that Aaron wants to keep around, et cetera. Um, that deal's got to get done. So I don't think that really plays into it too much. Quinn, thanks for the super chat. Morning, Nags. Can a tag be removed with a long-term deal then added? If so, why place the tag? Well, the tag is just in case they can't get the deal done. You got to put that tag on there or you risk losing him on March 16th if you're unable to reach the long-term deal. If you get to March 16th and they can't reach a deal, he's still theirs for the remainder of the season while they presumably continue to work on a long-term deal. The problem is, is then that $20 million cap hit instantly applies. That's what they're really kind of racing against. That's the reason that March 16th is is a big deadline. But you want the tag to be able to keep control of the player because otherwise he becomes a free agent. And you don't want that in any way, shape, or form. Dustin, thanks for the super chat. Surprise, Packers aren't interested. Uh, but M. Douglas? Dustin, I'm going to need you to reach, <laughs> retype that. I don't know what that means. Surprise, Packers aren't interested in... Are you about bringing back Douglas? Is that what you're saying? Razul Douglas? Um, who's to say they're not? We don't know. TKM, thanks for the Super Chat. Nags, NFL Radio yesterday said the two best available quarterbacks are Jimmy G and Jordan Love. I contend that we need... Jordan Love, in case Aaron Rodgers gets a career-ending injury. Well, you don't want to, you know, you want to be fatalistic about it, but yeah, that's what I was saying before. I think he's incredibly valuable as your backup quarterback. And you spent all this time developing him and allowing him to learn your system, and he had all offseason last year as the starter. You know, to just come toss him away for a draft pick doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That's just me. It's just something I'm into. Chris, thanks for the super chat. That's the thing, though. You know the Packers won't pick up his fifth-year option if Aaron Rodgers stays and stays healthy, so you would end up losing a first for nothing. Uh, you got two years of MVP play, uh, and you re-signed your superstar quarterback for another three, four years. I don't think that's nothing. Jordan Love can only be viewed through the prism of the circumstances at the moment he was drafted. If he spurned Aaron Rodgers on, which he clearly did, to redefining his game, even if it was out of spite to Brian Gutekunst, it was worth it. Y'all are so caught up in like this fantasy football nonsense when it comes to the value of stuff. Soder, thanks for the super chat. Goody better hit on a majority of draft picks every year with all of the cap invested in the top of the roster isn't all that much different than having to hit on all the cap, all that capital they would have gotten in a trade. Yes and no. I do agree with your sentiment, though, Soder. And it's something I was saying on the radio yesterday. 
I mean, you look at the job Brian has done the last two years, in season especially, but even kind of late in free agency. I mean, Devondre Campbell is obviously a major home run um, for a guy that was out on the street forever. It was late in the offseason as an acquisition. Uh, but then, obviously, getting Razul Douglas off a practice squad and his contribution on defense. Those are the types of moves, now, along with, yes, hitting on these draft picks, because that's your cheap labor, right? They're going to have to get contributors and guys that can come in and play off of the street. Whitney Merciless, another one. You know, it sucks that you know he got hurt in that Seattle game, but he was clearly a, a valuable piece when he was out there as a rotational rusher. Those are the types of moves that he's, he and the personnel staff are going to have to continue to make. And that is going to have to be their regular MO, their way of doing business for the next two, three years. While they are, as you say, very top-heavy when it comes to the cap and contracts, they are going to have to mine every nook and cranny, every corner of the globe to find guys that can contribute but not cost an arm and a leg. And that's where those guys are going to make their money because God knows they are going to be tied up big time at the top of their roster. Mark, thanks for the super chat. If the reported Rogers deal money-wise isn't accurate, what kind of friendly deal do you think is possible? I think it is accurate in the sense of the framework. Um, we don't know what the cap hits are going to be yet, but I, I can only take Ian at his word. And I trust Ian when he says that those first two years are, you know, minimum, not minimal cap hits, but very friendly from a standpoint of being a top quarterback, but not taking up a ton of cap space. Um, you know, that, like I said at the top of the stream, Rodgers can quibble with how it's reported, what have you. He took issue with someone saying or reporting, apparently, that it was a signed deal. I have yet to find a report that says he signed a deal. Everything I've read is that he was. they have agreed to terms, which is pretty common. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I think it's going to be a four-year deal, and I think those first two years are going to be cap-friendly. Uh, what else we got? Dustin, thanks for the super chat. Lack of draft quarterback makes love most valuable this year. Yeah, sure. But you don't just do it to do it. That's all I'm saying. You know what else was most valuable this year? Aaron Rodgers. They didn't do that. That's all I'm saying. Nathaniel, thanks for the super chat. What's up, Nags? Do you think Devontae knew he'd get tagged? Oh, yeah. 100%. No question. I don't think he's happy about it. You know, but yeah, St. Devontae's first rodeo, he a billion percent he and his agent knew that that was coming. Well, the chances of bringing back Douglas and or Campbell for the defense. Nate, I think the chances are really good on Campbell. I think Douglas is going to be tough. Um, it all comes down to his agent and what he tells uh, Razul as far as what he can probably get on the open market. And if Razul is you know, willing to take a team-friendly deal versus wanting to get out there and get a big bite of the apple. I would not blame Razul at all if he wants to hit the market and, you know, find a big contract out there, which I do not doubt would be on offer at some point from someone. Um, the way he burst onto the scene, you know, the pick sixes, the big plays, what have you, there's little doubt that he'll get a contract much higher than what Green Bay can offer. And, yeah, I can't kill him for that, man. This is, you know, look at his journey in the NFL, whether in Philadelphia, you know, bouncing around practice squads of Arizona. He was on their practice squad when the Packers selected or got him, signed him. If I'm that guy, and that's been my journey so far in the NFL, you live for this moment. This is probably the one chance he'll get to get a big payday. 
I can't imagine he sits there and goes, well, you know what? I'm going to take a little less or a lot less to stay in Green Bay. I just don't see it. But I've been surprised before. We'll see. Chris, thanks for the Super Chat. Not necessarily Packers related, but do you think Drew Locke could get a real fair shot in a Seahawks uniform? Or do you think he's just a stepping stone? Just a stepping stone. Um, I think, yeah, he'll get a shot. Although I know the reports this morning are Seattle is sniffing around Deshaun Watson. You know, so I think, you know, he's part of that deal because you're sending Russell Wilson, but you would like to get a quarterback back to at least compete, if not be your backup, possibility your starter. I think he'll get a chance to compete. That's been Pete and John's MO their entirety, you know, their entire time in Seattle. But I don't think he's the plan. I don't think he's plan A, oh, we've got our quarterback. I think they're definitely going to keep looking. Oh, gosh. Michael, thanks for the super chat. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again, Michael Scott. I feel you. See, everyone references this office quote, but I'm I'm very much, I'm of a, of a different generation. I'm aging myself here, but I always think of say anything. At the beginning of say anything, when John Cusack is pining over Eon Sky and he's like talking about how great she is and he wants to ask her out and, uh, you know, his friend says, you know, she's just way out of your league. I, I just don't want to see you get hurt. And there's that pause, and John Cusack says, I want to get hurt. That's where I'm at with the Packers. Man, I just keep coming back. I want to get hurt. I'm there. I am there. Can't wait for the next three years of getting hurt. It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> oh. Cole Beasley on the cheap. All right, Tommy, relax. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, maybe. Right. He and Aaron could talk about whatever. Um, but hey, I like him as a player. He's not really the type of receiver the Packers like traditionally, though. But you never know. Could happen. Maybe they make that call. Neil, thanks for the, uh, the question. Is Billy Turner coming back next year? Possibly. Although I do believe there's a chance he could be a cap casualty. Um, we'll see here in the next week or so. I'm hoping he's back, but, uh, man, that's it. That's a tricky one. You know, given you want to bring back Campbell, some of these other guys, like, I don't know. That seems to be a tough one, especially when you have maybe the ability to bring back Dennis Kelly. Um, who knows? Maybe they want to kick Elton Jenkins out to right tackle. Maybe there's a guy they like in the draft be cheaper. I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I tend to think there's, I think there's a better chance that he gets cut than he stays. Let's say that. All right, buddy. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a huge favor and hit like on this video and subscribe to the channel. And Patreon members, don't forget uh, our happy hour tonight, 5 p.m. Eastern. And speaking of Patreon, new shameless podcast is coming up this afternoon. I have got a great special guest, a Packers legend will be joining me. Uh, Patreon members, it'll be available exclusively on the Patreon page tonight. Be sure you check that out. Um, the rest of you, please do, do hit like, hit subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great day. Go Pack Go. <laughs>